Welcome to Dharma Glimpses, an introduction to the profound treasury teachings of Chogyam Trungpa Rinpoche, taught by Judy Leaf. In this episode, Judy discusses the importance of contemplating impermanence. Welcome. In Buddhism, there are many practices. Some are designated as meditation practices, which are more formless practices of working with mindfulness and simple awareness. And there are other practices that are called contemplative practices that are focused on particular topics, working with the concepts in our mind and reflecting on themes such as love or kindness or impermanence. So one of the most important of these contemplative practices that is emphasized as essential and ongoing in the uh, Buddhist training is a contemplation of impermanence or change. Like an elephant's footprint, this contemplation makes a big impression. You can think of this contemplation as contemplating impermanence or contemplating change or contemplating death. In any case... We're contemplating something we we tend to have difficulty with. We often struggle with the reality of change. We tend to have difficulty accepting the reality of impermanence. And we continually fight against this reality in various ways and create various coverings to mask this really raw, basic truth. At the same time, this contemplation of impermanence isn't really designed to make everyone morose or sad or obsessed with death. In fact, this kind of contemplation actually frees one from obsession with death. It frees one from so much fear of change and provides a basis for being able to accommodate to change, which is an essential part of life. In fact, you could almost call this a contemplation of life because life is change. Through this kind of practice, we can explore basic questions like, why do we resist change so much? Why do we try to make everything so solid? Why do we hold on so tightly in light of the fact that nothing really can be held on to in the way we might like? It just isn't going to happen. If we accept change, if we try to understand change and make friends with change, how might that affect how we go about our lives and how we feel about our lives? When you start to take things for granted, we're really skating on very thin ice. How many times do we need to have the rug pulled out from under our feet before we begin to get the message? Maybe we need to be shocked out of our complacency in order to really appreciate the rarity and preciousness of each moment of this tender and fleeting life. Life is change. No change, no life. So it's worth really looking into this. And there are many ways of doing this. It's not just simply a personal, our personal sense of loss or change, but looking at the elements altogether and life altogether in the broadest sense as really being rooted, I suppose you could say, in change. So there are, there are four approaches that are often given for kind of helping us to start contemplating this topic in it and broadening our understanding of this topic of impermanence, change, and death and birth. The starting point of these four is everything that is born will die. Everything that born will die. Everything that has been born has died. Everything that will be born will die. Birth and death are inextricably connected. It's quite straightforward, really. Ordinary fact of life. Every meeting leads to a parting. Every meeting leads to a parting. Everyone we meet, we are eventually parted from. And that is another dimension to observe and to learn about 
and to make friends with. Every meeting leads to a parting. There's no way to stop that. Every gathering leads to a dispersing. Every gathering leads to dispersing. You have people over, and then they go back home. You carry out a retreat, and everyone disperses back to wherever they came from. We may gather all kinds of things, accumulate all sorts of things, amass treasures of all kinds, but eventually, maybe over generations, all of that eventually disperses. You cannot really hold on to anything. And this happens over and over again. Every gathering leads to a dispersing. And finally, everything created eventually dissolves or is destroyed. People invest a tremendous energy into creating businesses, creating countries, creating religions, creating all sorts of things. And they might try to create them solidly out of granite, but eventually they are no longer there. Everything dissolves or is destroyed. So every birth leads to a death. Every gathering leads to a dispersal. Every meeting leads to a parting. Every hello, a goodbye. Everything created eventually is gone. If you look at all this from the viewpoint of clinging or holding, it is a rather bitter pill. But if you look at it from the viewpoint of no matter how stuck things are, there's always possibility of change. No matter how frozen, there's also always a possibility of growth. It has a different feeling to it. Could take it as a negative fact of life, or it could take it as a positive affirming of life and what makes life so beautiful, raw, and precious. The worlds we try to create by denying change are small worlds. They're constricted worlds, fearful worlds, and brittle Contemplating impermanence opens us to a much richer, more intense, and vivid world less based on fear. There's something about coming to terms with this most fundamental reality of impermanence and change that is liberating. It's shocking how much energy we tie up in the project of resisting change and holding what can't be held. As we see more clearly what that kind of approach leads to, we can begin to drop it and take another approach. We could drop our grudge against the world for not being what we would like and begin to work with the world as it actually is, as a dynamic and continually changing and evolving vivid display. Thank you for joining me for this glimpse of Dharma. This podcast is made possible through the support of the Hamera Foundation. To learn more about Judy Leaf's teachings, publications, and retreats, or to contribute to the support of this podcast, please visit judyleaf.com.